0: Love Talk Radio.
1: You're listening to Trucking 101, surviving your first year with host Melissa Grimm. We'll talk about safety, managing your money, and real life out on the road. Our group has over 100 years of combined real-world driving experience. You've got questions, we've got answers. Hello, and welcome to Trucking 101, Surviving Your First Year, the show that will not only help you survive, but thrive in your first year. Our mission is to find and pass along knowledge to new drivers that will make them the safest drivers on the road and provide a firm stepping stone into a successful career. Our show is not just for new drivers. It is also an outlet for experienced drivers to share their knowledge. If you have a question, a comment, or a topic, press one, and we'll get you on the show. We can talk about safety, managing your finances, living on the truck, hours of service, compliance, or anything else you want to talk about. Uh, I'm sure most of you know, because uh, you've called in, we have a new recording schedule Thursday at 8 p.m. Um, if you're listening to a recording and you want to get in live, it's Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern. We also have a Facebook page. Uh, Check out our Facebook page. You can like our page and ask questions there. It is Trucking 101 on Audio Road. So go check that out and give us a like. Um, If you are an experienced driver, we're trying to get the word out on the show. So please share the info on Facebook. I have a pinned post on the top of the Facebook page that you can share that has the link to all the podcast episodes. Um, we've been doing this show for we're in our six month, which is, you know, pretty awesome. Uh, we've had a lot of great topics, a lot of great people calling in and offering suggestions and asking questions. It's been, it's been very, very good. So number one, I just want to thank everybody that's been calling in during the show and asking questions and, and offering suggestions. It's been really great. So, uh, we got another great show that uh, is good for caller participation. So please, uh, if you have anything on tonight's topic, press one and uh, we'll, we'd love to hear your story. So, tonight's topic, uh, actually, the title of tonight's show is Don't Be That Guy. For those of you that haven't listened to the show from the beginning, we kind of started a running theme Don't Be That Guy. Was because we went over some stuff that you know a lot of drivers out here do that isn't shouldn't be done and we don't want you to follow their example we want you to follow our example our group this is why we're doing the show so that's tonight's show it's all about don't be that guy we're going to go over some stuff that other drivers do that's that's pretty um let's call it silly i want to be nice and uh <clears throat> and, you know, it, you can get a good chuckle out of it. Uh, you can share a story maybe that you have that you've seen, and we can say, don't be that guy. It'll be kind of fun. It's going to be informative as well because we're going to also talk about uh, dealing with other people. And uh, w- what started the tonight's topic is somebody sent me a message asking if I had thought about talking about experienced drivers harassing new drivers and i've heard the stories most of the time you hear um you know guys are parked at a truck stop and there's obviously a new driver that's having trouble backing in or doing it really slow and you know rather than um helping they get on the cb and they make fun of them which I, i don't understand it's completely uh it's not constructive at all so that would be my number one, don't be that guy. If you're an experienced driver and you see somebody that obviously needs help because they're new, go out there and help them. I mean, uh, if somebody probably helped you when you were new, and if they didn't, uh, they should have. So you should do what other people didn't do for you or what other people did do for you, whatever. Um, we're out here. We're all alone. We're in our trucks driving down the road. And we should help each other out. Um, so I mean, we got like a like a whole myriad of things we're going to talk about. Don't be that guy um, dealing with other people um, and experienced drivers harassing new drivers. You can tell stories, give suggestions for how you can help new drivers as opposed to harassing them. And you know, we'll just we'll just we'll just bounce around. Basically, we're going to we're going to be talking about dealing with people. So there's a there's a lot of people that you come across when you're out here on the road. It's not just other drivers, but that's part of it. Other drivers, uh, truck or car, while you're driving down the road, that's part of it. Um, you have people at the shippers, forklift drivers, shipping clerks, uh, people at the truck stops. You know, you're gonna be you're gonna come across a lot of people, mechanics, dispatchers. Mostly that's gonna be on the phone, but you still have to interact with them. And you know if you're if you're considerate and you you don't get all uptight and you kind of go with the flow, mostly you'll have a good experience. Uh, when we were talking about this show and we were kind of making a plan for it, don't be that guy with first. Don't be a um, I'm not gonna say it. It's it's not nice, but I'll say don't be an idiot. And then we came with. Up with, don't be that guy. So it's nicer than what than than what we originally said. Okay, so um, I'm going to bring on Russ Morgan. He's got a lot of great uh, tips and stories about dealing with people on the road and all kinds of stuff. So I'm going to bring on Russ. Hi, Russ.
2: Hey, I didn't hear about
1: half of what you said
2: because I, uh, I was helping a driver. <laughs> oh, yeah? Well, that's
1: awesome. Tell uh, us
2: about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just helping a driver uh, who, well, doesn't speak English. Oh. So, yeah, that, yeah, it's pretty interesting. Uh, well, anyway, yeah, he was wanting help. Hey, I thought he needed a tool Anyway, he showed me what he needed. His uh, he lost his uh, one of his drain plugs out of his air tank. It shot off, and he can't find it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway, that was a pretty interesting conversation. My uh, as uh, uh, the few of you know know me, my Spanish is not that great. I can order some food, get in a fight. And that's about the extent of it. So that was a pretty interesting conversation. <laughs> but I finally figured out what he wanted. Uh,
1: so I'm a little behind the well, curve here. Good. No, I was just talking about so, exactly what you were doing helping helping other drivers. well, that was part of it. You know we talked about it earlier when we were planning um you know all the people you come in contact with when you're on the road, other drivers, shippers, people at truck stops, mechanics, dispatchers the d o t um, so just share how you interact with these people and have a have a good experience
2: okay yeah i um uh, well. Uh, let, let's start with shippers. Um, you know, before I go into a shipper,
3: um,
2: I've got uh, I've got a couple of shirts that hang in the closet that are really nice button-down shirts, and I and I put that on before I go in. Um, now in the wintertime, maybe not quite as much because you know I've got a big heavy coat on and stuff like that. But I mean, I always you know try to look nice, presentable. And then when I walk in there. Uh, just me, uh, you know, I'll, uh, I'm in a you know, good mood, laughing, joking, um, you know, that way I can, you know, kind of diffuse any situation, and about uh, uh, 99% of the time it works, you know, I can go in there and uh, um, crack a little joke, and I mean, man, everything, just, you know, just goes smooth, and I get my paperwork, and uh, uh, and I'm out, um, give you an example of that, I um uh, so some of y'all will uh, – uh, so some of us in this group will remember I posted a picture on Facebook uh, of my bills one day, and it no joke, my bills literally took up a desk. I thought I was an LTL driver, and I thought the guy was joking with me. I'd, I'd gone in there cracking jokes and what have you, and everybody's laughing and carrying on. I thought he was pulling one on me. He wasn't. <laughs> the bills literally – no joke, took up a full desk, and they were stacked – Um one on top of the other and uh, to where I can get to the signature line and I, I sit there for about a half hour signing bills. <laughs> so, I, but anyway, I, you know, I, I yeah, I, I
4: but I I was cracking jokes
2: about it. And I was like, you, you know you gotta be kidding me. He said, No, I wish I was, you know, and then the guy uh behind me he's signing bills and he said, Hey look what I did. he said, This is what I've done and he had a rubber stamp. I said, Well obviously you pick up here all the time. He said, Yep, every day
1: <laughs> I, Yeah
2: but anyway, yeah, you know, and that works. That, that has always worked for me with the DOT. i uh, give you an example. I was, uh, I was in Texas. I was coming across uh, the scale. I think, I think it's Queen City, I believe is the name of it, right there on 59. And the uh, scale's open. I'm going, and I'm fixed to go across the scale, and I hear a horn honk. And I look out my right window, and there's one of the DOT officers in his uh, patrol car, and uh, he motions me to go over and park. So I went over there and parked, and he pulled around. And he he stopped, uh, even with the driver's door. And I opened the driver's door, and he got out. And I said, and the first thing out of my mouth was, "You know, you're messing up my fuel mileage." And you know, <laughs> of course, he chuckled, and he said, "Well, I'm sorry, I messed up your fuel mileage." And uh, but but the inspection went real smooth. I mean, we um, BSed, and um, you know, he looked at all my stuff, and that, you know, and he didn't, you know, he didn't look at my truck hard just because you know I wasn't nervous. So I was. You know, polite. I crack jokes the whole time, and uh, you know, and we had a, you know, a good little uh, fifteen-minute roadside inspection. You know, and that's always worked for me with the DOT. You know, I've never ever had a problem with them um, doing that. You know, get out, nice, polite, crack a joke. Um, you know, help them. As a matter of fact, I even suggested the one one day. We uh, he pulled me over, and I mean, there was a rest area. I mean, I could see it. Uh, you know, uh, you know two or three hundred yards away. I said. You know, I said, I would feel a whole lot safer with you walking around my truck. I said, if we were in that rest area, I said, can we move up there? And he said, absolutely. So, and, you know, and that's what we did. Yeah, but just yeah. being nice, polite. And then, of course, I showed, you know, regard for his safety for being out walking around. Uh, right. So, uh, and, and that works well for me, you know, cracking a couple of jokes and, and what have you. And um, so, but that's, you know, that's, yeah. that's how I deal with people. Um
1: Yep, yep, and and it works for you. Um, yes, yes. Yeah. But go ahead.
2: Oh no no no! Go ahead. It sounded like you were going to ask me a question.
1: Well, no, I was gonna I was just you... gonna give a different perspective. Um,
0: oh, go ahead. Because
1: you, with you cracking jokes, it works for you because that's natural for you. It's not forced or anything like that. That's just how you are, and you're just you know. That's right. it, it That's so that works so if you're not naturally a joking person or a jovial person that you should not do that because it doesn't come over. Well, it seems forced. So what we're trying to convey here when you're dealing with other people is just, you know, just be natural. Um, now if you're naturally, um, uh, I'll say grumpy cause I'm trying to be nice. If you're naturally grumpy, you're going to want to work on that because people don't like to deal with that. Now me, I am like a naturally happy person. I'm just, is very, very difficult to make me mad. Uh, you can do it. It takes a long time, but you can do it. Uh, so I'm naturally happy. I just let stuff go. If stuff happens. It's okay. You know, it's part of life. Roll with it. And I smile a lot. I, I, will walk, I will walk into a room and as soon as I start talking to somebody, I start smiling just naturally, you know, just how I am. And, you know, and you smile at people, people will smile back. So so that so that works for me Now, when I'm dealing with like the DOT or you know shippers or receivers or whatever, um, you know that that works for me now. I've been told that this is because I am a girl, that people you know react to me nicely because I'm a girl. That may be true, but I've got the opposite end of it too. Um, I was getting out of a rest area I, I was getting out of a truck at a rest area. I had already been driving for, like, three years, and this guy sees me get out of my truck, and PJ wants to be on the show. Hi, PJ. So, this guy uh, this guy sees me getting out of the truck, and he comes up and talks to me, and he asks me if I was a driver. I said, yeah. The next thing out of his mouth was, have you killed anybody? And I, you know, natural reaction, just big smile. Uh, no. And, Yeah. So most of the time i don't I don't get that most of the time people are nice to me, but it's just like you know, you know I don't yeah, I, nothing to say, I got nothing to say. It was quite a question um yeah, I'd
2: have
5: been on the floor and couldn't breathe
1: <laughs> i was i I was flabbergasted, you know i I thought of, I, I later I was like I should have looked at them and went, um, have you uh- where are we going here?" Um, yeah. <laughs> like dude. Yeah. But yeah, I mean yeah, you know, with the DOT. Yeah, with the DOT, smiling, happy, you know. Just they, they they're there to do a job. They're not trying to give you a hard time. The DOT are not. So if if you come across nice and Ready and willing to let them do their job, they will get you in and out as quick as possible.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Well, you know, I mean, I, you know, I dealt with police officers for years as a, uh, you know, as a paramedic, and so uh, I, I, you know, and that, that probably helps too. I mean, that, I know how their sense of humor works uh, because most of them have one. Uh, yeah. So you may, you know, you may find, uh, you may find one or two that don't, but. And um, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times the one or two that don't may have, uh, you know, I mean, you never know what their call before you was. So
4: mm-hmm. this is true.
2: Um, you know, I'm sure uh, uh, Mr. Howard uh, could. Uh, he he would be a good one to talk about this. But
1: uh, yeah, I think he he might uh, like be on the line. If he's not, um, yeah, Dale, if you're there, press one and share share that from the from the DOT perspective, please. Go ahead.
2: Um, where was I going? Um, yeah, you have to forgive me. You know, I'm, you know, I'm always cooking during the show. So <laughs>
5: uh,
2: anyway, uh, I don't remember where I was going with that, but yeah, um, yeah you know, it, I think you hit the nail on the head uh, when you said be yourself. You know,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know, try to be happy, polite, and. You know, usually if you be yourself and, you know, like, you know, you're uh, happy and smiling and, um, you know, I'm cracking jokes and, you know, I mean, I get out, I'm just myself, I'm, you know, I'm relaxed. I realize that they're not, you know, they're not there to make my life a living hell. They're there to, uh, you know, make sure that the truck's safe and I'm doing my job, you know, so, Mm -hmm. uh, I you know, I try to help them do their job just, you know, just like I do my job, you know. So, yeah, I, I've never had any problem out of the DOT um, yeah. at all. So uh,
1: yeah, but I think okay, you want me to tell um, a story
2: oh, – no, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. That's right. You had a story. Go ahead. Tell your story, and
2: then I'll, I'll yeah. say what I was going to say. Go ahead. Oh, okay, yeah. So uh, this this covers Don't Be That Guy, and uh, if y'all listen to most podcasts, you've probably heard me tell this story before, but – Uh, When Becky and I were teaming, and I wish I could remember where this happened at, uh, but we'd pull into—I'm almost 100% positive it was a Flying J or Flying J or a Pilot—and we're getting fuel. And the guy, there's a guy next to us, and he has stripped down to a—at least it was a pair of shorts, not a boxer shorts, but a pair of shorts—and he is literally taking a shower using the hose in the fuel island. Uh, I mean, the soap, the the whole nine yards of sponge and soap, all of it, washing his hair, everything right there in the Buell Island. Um, Yeah. So, yes, that's definitely a a, a don't be that guy. Um, Yeah. You know, uh, when you walk into these uh, – and I've seen people ask before, matter of fact, if I've been somewhere and and haven't had a – don't have my points on my card to uh to take a shower you know i either pay for one or you know if i get talking with another driver and they're going to take a shower i say hey you mind if we tell them at a team shower and you know uh you know that then their one card will cover two showers you know I, it's you know it, it's not that hard to get a shower it's really not i mean it um some places you know put in a little fuel you get a shower for free some places um, you know, cost you. Um, uh, I, well, I saw one the other day. They were five bucks, and then I've seen them as mm. high as ten or fifteen. So, I mean, it's it's not that big a deal. I, I, I don't. All right, here here we go with the uh, some more words here, but it, it, don't be washing your ass in the fuel island.
1: Oh no, he cursed. <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding.
2: Yeah. So anyway, but yeah. So yeah, that was uh, that was. Uh, Probably one of the most ridiculous things we've ever seen out here is somebody actually taking a shower in the fuel aisle, and I'm, you know, uh, and, and, not to, yep. and I guarantee you wouldn't want to do it where I'm at tonight. It's about
1: 16 degrees nope. outside. <laughs> oh, my goodness, yeah. It's cold where I am, too, you definitely don't want to be showering outside. Uh, yeah. A couple of the people that we deal with a lot um, as truck drivers are um, mechanics and dispatchers now i know you haven't dealt with a dispatcher in a long time but you have somebody that you talk to in the office so not a dispatcher but you know your contact
5: um
0: right
1: so you have you, you do the same thing with your contact over over at schneider every time you call her usually it's about a problem so you don't call her very often but you start off with a joke and it puts her in a good mood, and she's ready to help you
2: yeah well yeah yeah there's two of them um uh... Uh, one of them I deal with more often than the other. Uh, but, yeah, I usually have them rolling. matter of fact, I'm surprised I haven't got them fired uh, from yeah. laughing. You know, at least, uh, yeah, uh, you know, but, I, I mean, I I can be mad, you know, but I'm not mad at them, so I'm not going to scream at them, you know, because usually yep. what has happened wasn't their fault. So, yep. I mean, I could be mad enough to spit nails,
4: but I, yeah, I, you know, I
2: crack a joke. Um, going, all right, look, we have a, uh, uh, we, we have a, uh, this is almost cussing, uh, we have a cluster fornication here, you know, um, <laughs> or, you know, something along those lines, and if I'm really mad, and it's something that the company has done, so now I don't want to talk to those, I want to talk to the big cheese, you know, so I yep. ask for the, you know, the, the tallest hog in the trough. Um yep. <clears throat> You know, and if I and and I still don't scream, but I mean, if I'm mad, these girls didn't do anything, and I, you know, I need some results, and I need to talk to the big man, and and I tell right. them, you know, hey, you know, I still crack a joke with them. I said, but hey, girls, I said, y'all don't want to talk to me right now, I promise. And they're like, okay, all right. So well, yeah, we'll get you over to him. <sighs> you know, it's that simple. And then you mentioned mechanics, and that made me think of something that I do. Um, uh, you know, I was just over at, uh, uh, at one of my favorite shops. I was just over at T and E. Uh, getting some work done, and um, but anyway, the owner of T and E, you know, he, uh, I mean, he bends over backwards to fix our trucks. Uh, he really does, and um, so I found out what the man likes. The man enjoys some really good cigars. So what do I do every now and then? I order, you know, four or five really nice cigars, and I ship them to him. You know, with a nice little, you know, and put a nice little thank you thing in there, and, and I ship them to him. Uh, the other shop that I deal with over in Pennsylvania, um, those guys over there, now they love to eat, and they love sweets and cookies and all and stuff like that. Well, they love beef jerky. Well, there's a place in Ohio that uh, makes some of the absolute best beef jerky in the world. And so I will stop in there and pick up some beef jerky, and it doesn't matter if they're fixing my truck or not when I go through there. I, you know, I'll throw some beef jerky at them, you know, bring them a pound or two of beef jerky. And it's not uncommon for uh, one night for me to send pizzas to the shop. Uh, but just, you know, when I but when I roll into that shop, um, I can come in there not have an appointment or anything. My truck is broke on me on the way over there. And I, there's something I need fixed. fix. You know what? They roll me in that shop uh, just because I go the extra mile. Uh, to do that oh and, and the third thing uh miss pj who wanted to be on the show um they all love pj so i take yeah. her over into the shop and they throw the ball for her and what have you but i found out what these guys like and you know I, so i take them the dog i send them the jerky i you know i send them some food um uh we brought them cookies and cupcakes and what have you I, you know uh, little things like that will get you a long way with people, especially dealing with shops or dealing with uh, whatever, uh, with dispatch, yep. we've even done that. Our, I, you know, um, the tallest hog in the trough. Uh, him and his wife had a baby. I, you know what? We sent some. Uh, we sent some baby clothes and stuff um, at Christmas time. We have sent uh, yep. uh, berries or, you know, popcorn buckets or, you know, and it's small. I mean, you, you know, so what? It costs us fifteen, twenty bucks, but. You know when I when I call them, they they take care of me. So uh, you know it, it's a I mean it's a real simple concept. Uh, you know.
1: Yeah, it's um <coughs> it's uh, you know the phrase it's it's 100% true. Uh, you catch more flies with honey than you do with the vinegar, and basically that means if you be nice, you will have more friends. That's basically what that means and if you're mean oh yeah you're not going to have very many friends uh my my thing with 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 mechanics now i like dealing with a regular mechanic cuz you get to know them you can even do that as a company driver if you go to the same uh terminal all the time or same vendor all the time whatever it is if you're in the same area all the time you can get to know your mechanic and you know build a relationship with them, which by the way, uh, another good show for this, what we're talking about right now is building relationships. We went over this in that show. So you can go and listen to that one. There's more stuff there. If you want to go listen about this topic. Um, so, but when you're dealing with a mechanic that you don't normally deal with, uh, like I say at a TA or a Petro, I don't want to throw anybody at the bus, but any of the major fuel, uh, change, uh, that have shops, these guys are, I guess, hourly. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. But you go in there. I don't know if it's just me. But you go in there, and it seems like the mechanics are, like, in slow motion mode. I mean, they're just like, I'm going to clock in, and I'm going to move as slow as possible to get to the end of my shift so I can do as little as possible. That's what that's what I feel like is happening. But um, yeah. you're not going to yeah, you're not you're not going to accomplish anything by getting mad at them and yelling at them and telling them to get the lead out of their ass or anything like that. So you just got to understand uh, you're de- when you're dealing with an hourly worker, especially someone you don't deal with all the time, uh, is that that's just the way they are. Uh, and getting mad isn't going to help anything. Now, I have come across plenty of hourly workers that are hard-working, good people, and I like them. But most of them are not. So you just got to understand that and just kind of deal with it and move on through.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and
1: uh, you know, uh, you know, even if you're the new
2: person, um, you know, uh, get over there and help. I mean, you know, you may not know, you know, all of what's going on, but I mean, you know, if you got, uh, you know, if you have a a driver that needs, uh, uh, you know, help. And, you know, I see people sliding their tandems. I mean, if I, you know, if I see that they're, you know, having an issue sliding their tandems or whatever, I, you know, I, I go there and help. Uh, I think earlier I heard you when I was helping that other driver, I heard you say something about, uh, you know, backing in. Um, here not too long ago, I mean, I had been uh, running hard all day, which is unusual for me. Um, and I had a reserved spot uh, at this little bitty uh, shoebox uh, truck stop. And, um, so my, my, it was the only spot that was left. And I went to go back in. And I mean, everybody was crowded up on my line and what have you. And I found a driver walking through the parking lot. And I said, Hey, I said, can you stand right here and watch for me? And, you know, uh, he did. It saved me from getting in and out of the truck, in and out of the truck 10 or 15 times, which I would have done. Uh, but, right. you know, he, he stood on the ground and, you know, and he was able to give me signals and, you know, um, uh, you know, help guide me and uh, you know, make sure I didn't hit anything. You know, and and you know, I've got work. you know, you know, here I am I'm meeting my driver with you know, and really needed help. I mean I was tired and it's you know, ever you know, usually I can hit a hole, you know, blindfolded pretty much, but you know, I that night I you know, I needed the help.
1: So yeah. I came across the same thing. I talked about uh experienced drivers not helping. Uh, and that that's true, that does happen. But there's actually plenty of experienced drivers that do help. They see somebody struggling in the parking lot or whatever, they'll run over and help them. That happens a lot, it's true. Um, I'm not trying to say that all experienced drivers are mean and callous. They're not. There's plenty of great ones out there. But I I pulled into a shoebox truck stop the other day. I had to get the cab scale. because um, I had, you know, a forty one thousand pound load. I pulled to the teeny tiny pilot it was also busy which didn't help. And the and the scale is like at the end of the pumps, but there's no room to make a turn. I mean, I don't I don't even know how people do it without backing up. I couldn't. So, I uh I turned in there, tried to hit the scale, and of course the trailers, you know, tracked to the right, so I had to pull forward and back up. Um but a guy, he was walking across the parking lot, and he saw me backing up to try to straighten out so I could get on the scale, and he helped. You know, he gave me signals and stuff like that, told me that I wasn't going to hit anything, stuff like that. So, yeah, uh, people do help, and 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 it's and it's a great thing.
2: Yep. Yep, it is. Yeah, I, you know, and I've run into it. I, you know, I've needed help out here several times, and somebody come over help. Uh, you know, I helped a. Um, um, a driver the other night, he uh, he had lost lights on his trailer, and you know I uh, I went and pulled out uh, some of my uh, electrical equipment and started helping him tracing down his wires. And I mean it was cold and spitting snow and everything else, but you know what he needed help. So, uh, and that's you know I'm fairly good with electrical stuff. So, you know I, I he pulled out his tools, I pulled out my tools, and and uh, uh, we ended up tear. I mean we literally tore. We had to tear into his tractor and we found a problem. But I mean it's. Um, but you know i mean I, I got out there and helped I mean, I was done for the day, and you know wasn't in a big hurry, so you know i and, and of course, that's kind of my nature anyway, you know too, if you know somebody needs some help i'm you know I'm all about uh help.
1: Yeah. so absolutely okay yep. uh, well, uh unless you have something else, um, I got a couple of couple on the line Dale actually called in, so i'm gonna I'm gonna go over and I'm gonna talk to him, so thank you very much All right. well
4: us. well, that.
2: Yeah, harass Dale very, uh, really good for me because you know we know he needs it.
1: Oh, he absolutely does, and I'm sure he heard you say that. All right. So right, we'll see what he's going to say. All right, thanks, Russ. All right, see All right, we're going to bring Dale Howard on the show. Hi, Dale, how you doing?
5: Hey, I'm great, Melissa, and, and thanks, PJ, for sticking up for me. There you go. <laughs> you know, I. I just wanted to touch on, you know, first impressions and and just getting along with people and and yeah, I just love your infectious smile. I mean, you walk into a room and it just immediately gets brighter. Well, um, thank you. You know, Russ is, you know, Russ is quick with a joke and and uh, you know, I'm fairly cynical, so the best I can do is just, you know, I always ask my customers or or shippers or anybody, how their day is, and I'm actually interested in how their day is. And when you project that, you're not just asking the standard question. You know, project like you actually care. And take the time to get to know the people you deal with. Um, I'm Holland Produce, and uh, I, <clears throat> I loaded a cooler in Yuma, Arizona, quite often. And I took in two dozen chocolate chip cookies from Subway. You just call ahead to Subway. Place the order it was less than 20 bucks and I can do no wrong at that cooler the other night I went in there and I was 27 minutes from the time I got out of my truck until they had six kids of let us on I was closing the doors and leaving it just you know you, it it pays off tenfold like Rick was saying you know uh or Russ sorry you get, rough, get to yeah. know your shops, and and uh, I'll just stop in out of the clear blue and, and take donuts. And, yeah, boy, you move to the front of the line when you really need them. And, of course, you only play that I'm-really-screwed car when you are really screwed. But, yeah, it's building relationships. I just can't say enough of that. And, uh, you know, dealing with law enforcement, first impressions – are everything and you only get one chance to make a first impression and you know sometimes that goes a long way in deciding how the uh, how the rest of the stop is going to progress. Yep. And uh, if you're having uh, a crappy you know and if you're having a crappy day there's no point in taking it out on on people. I, I went to uh, deliver a load of meat and the place was just absolute utter chaos it was a tight place and you had to check in and then go to a truck stop and at at noon I walked back in and it just wasn't looking good for getting unloaded so I immediately phoned my carrier said you know what not looking good make sure you don't plan me till tomorrow morning and uh, about two in the afternoon, the driver got all panicky and pouty and pissed off and hit one of the receptionist cars. So, you know that accomplished nothing. And at 4:30, I was I was finally backed into a dock, and it was just a horrid place to get into. And the guy comes out and he goes, "Oh my God, I am so happy you're not yelling at me." I said, "Would, you, would yelling at you get me unloaded any faster?" He says, no, everything that could go wrong today went wrong. So, well, there's no been yelling at you then, is there? Because it's just going to get us all excited and get us all ramped up. And then you do stupid things like, you know, brush fenders and tear mirrors off and knock doors off. And, yeah, that's my two cents.
1: Okay. Uh, so, uh, you don't have any more stories for us? He says here you have lots of stories.
5: Oh, gosh. Well, it's... Uh... You know, I've had guys that have jumped out of the truck, and and they're not going to be happy until they, till they leave with a ticket.
0: Mm.
5: And I, uh, as a good public servant, you know, I'm I'm here to serve. And <laughs> if you're not going to be happy, you know, without a without a ticket, then by all means, you're getting a ticket. And I've had guys that you know, have actually been, come out of the truck and been combative and wound up in handcuffs and going to the Crowbar Hotel for the evening. Oh, you know, uh. and it's, when I initiated the stop, it was probably just going to wind up with a warning and, you know what, deal with this. And instead, buddy's all ramped up and now he's cuffed and stuffed. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh it's it's truly is like it you know this is like Burger King. You can have it your way. <laughs>
1: yeah, a- attitude is, is number one. Uh that's how you start a relationship, no matter what it is, a relationship can last five minutes. And if you don't start it off yeah. on the right foot it's just gonna go sour.
5: And you know, it's uh yeah. It it can be a positive experience or it can be a negative experience. And you know, a good friend of mine, you know, he was he was young in his career, and uh, he got called into the scale. And the uh, scale master brought out a book and took all his information. and And he started writing things. and And you know, Larry's kind of hanging off the counter and says, "You know, is that how you get your rocks off, writing tickets?" And he never even looked up and he said, son, this is the warning book that doesn't cost you any money. If you like, I can reach under there and get the book that costs money. <laughs> no, no, that'll be fine. I'll just stand here and be stupid. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that was that was a valuable learning experience. And, yeah, I I don't know how many times I've done that. Yeah. Uh-huh. So far, this is not costing you anything. I can fix that if you choose.
1: Yep. Well, Dale, thank you very much for calling in. We certainly appreciate it and we'll talk to you soon.
5: No worries, and everybody be safe out there and uh it's been windy and here in uh, here in Montana and Idaho, so be careful.
1: Absolutely. Thanks, Dale. Bye. Bye.
0: Um
1: yeah, be careful. Oh, my goodness, driving down here, uh, it was really windy, uh, and there was a little bit of flurries, and two trucks were on their side when I was driving from Wisconsin down to St. Louis where I am right now. So, yes, please be careful. Absolutely. Um, I have another caller on the line, Scott in Minnesota. He's got what he says is a clean joke for me. We'll see. Hi, Scott. How you doing?
4: Hi. Um, so I have a joke and a story. Which one do you want to hear first?
1: Uh, let's, let's lead with a joke. Let's see what you got.
4: Okay. What do you call a basement full of truck drivers?
1: I don't know. What?
4: A, a wine cellar.
0: <laughs>
4: the don't, a don't one. be one of those guys.
0: There you uh, go. I, I,
4: so I found that that's a great joke for an icebreaker with a mechanic or with a dispatcher. There you go. And, um, a joke like that will kind of set you apart a little bit. And they'll look at you funny because, you know, they're not used to truck drivers making jokes about truck drivers.
1: Yep. So what's your okay. story?
4: Okay. So, uh, this is, uh, well, everybody will find this humorous, but it's especially for the new guys that are maybe still in school. Um, teach you everything you need to know in school. Um, so I, uh, I got my first load I I got my first load and I and I was headed down to Iowa to uh deliver it and uh I got I got there I found the place I found where the docks are uh I went out I opened up my doors I got I got backed into the dock nice and square I went inside with my paperwork I found the phone where I was supposed to call the guy so I called him and he said he'd be down in a few minutes. And uh so I just I just stood there waiting for him and he came through the door and he said uh he said, I got a question for you and I said, Okay. He said, How long you been driving truck for? I said, Well as a matter of fact this is my very first delivery. And he said, You know, I could tell. And I said, Really? How could you tell? And he said, Well, we have a little bit of a problem. I said, okay. He said, uh, I can't load your trailer. And I said, Oh no, I, I've I've got to load on there. He said, and that's the problem. See this this here is shipping. Yeah. What you want would be receiving.
1: Yeah.
4: And he he really cracked me up with his sarcasm and uh yeah. he could have yelled at me. But uh I thought that was good. My first ex- my first load was a good humbling experience. And um Yeah, just uh for you new guys, they're not going to teach everything. You're going to continue to yep. learn and continue to learn and
1: Absolutely. Just yes, just uh, enjoy uh, the – We learn we learn we learn more from our mistakes than we do our successes.
4: Yeah, just enjoy the process and uh, yeah, just yeah, be that sarcastic guy, not not the yelling guy. Be the humorous right. Humorous, sarcastic guy.
5: And yeah, that's, you'll have a better time. Yeah, that's too. all I. Could. That's for sure.
1: All right, all right. Well, thank you very much, Scott. We appreciate you calling in. Yeah. Thanks. Okay, yeah, that was a really good story. Uh, you know, when you're new, you're definitely going to make a lot of mistakes for sure. It's just it comes with the territory because he's right. You're not going to learn everything you need to learn in school. Hopefully you learn a lot, you know, from this podcast. But still, um, the biggest learning comes from experiences. So uh, another thing, I mean, I'm I'm kind of going new all over again this year. I'm going from a a team truck to a solo truck, so it's a big adjustment for me. I I feel like I'm adjusting well. I've been doing it for almost three weeks, and I've been doing well. And uh, it it is is—it's all about attitude. Now, it's it's not just dealing with other people. It's also how you react to a particular situation that you're in. You can be all by yourself and completely knock yourself all out of whack with your attitude um, and just make all kinds of mistakes. So, for example, um, I did that. I was a little stressed out on my first week. It was was a little scary, you know, but I jumped out there and I did it. But I did. I stressed myself out. I got involved in a situation where I was just completely just frazzled. Uh, this is where the episode uh, dealing with stress came from. And I completely messed everything up. It was horrible. Uh, another truck driver came along and helped me. And I was, you know, honest enough to say, you know, I'm just starting with something new. I'm a little stressed and I got stuck. And he helped me out. So so that was great. I, actually, it was him and his wife. It was a team truck. Uh, so, yeah, they were awesome. And But then I'm uh, three weeks in. I'm feeling better about myself. I'm adjusting. Um, I've, my, my friends, Russ and Becky, have helped me reduce my stress. And Steven as well. Steven, another great friend. He's called into to the show a couple of times. And I go and I do um, a back uh, the other day. And it was wide open. I mean, I could have, like, spun the truck around in circles and, you know, done whatever I wanted. But for the new people... Sometimes those wide open backs are like the hardest ones because you do not have anything to miss. So like when you're back in, in between two trucks or two trailers, you, you're trying to avoid the trailers or the trucks and hit in between them. And it's a nice tight space and you can aim for it. But um, when the dock is wide open and there's nothing on either side, uh, that can get a little more difficult. So I backed in, right, and I was in the space, right? And I was backed up and I was headed for the dock and I realized I was off by about a foot. I was a little too far to the right by a foot. And that's like the hardest adjustment to make. You gotta like, you know, do what's called the snake move where you turn the steering steering ah excuse me. Where you turn the steering wheel. Hard to whatever side you're trying to go to, like I needed to go to the left. So I turned the steering wheel hard to the left, pull forward a little bit, turn the steering wheel hard back to the right while you're still going forward, and then straighten it out. And that should move the trailer over a little bit. I had to do it twice because I didn't go far enough the first time. So it took me like 15 minutes to actually hit the dock, you know, on the bumpers. And the guy came out and he was talking to me, and I was like, oh, you know, sorry that took so long. I'm used to having something to miss. You know, he immediately smiled, thought it was funny. So it was all good. Nobody was mad. It was all fun. Um, you know, you know, stuff happens. You're not going to hit the space perfectly every time. It's just it's, got, you just got to have a good attitude. So uh, if anybody else has any uh, stories or tips or suggestions for dealing with people on the road, dealing with circumstances, whatever it might be, please press one and we will get you on the show. A couple of examples of don't be that guy uh, is, sorry, I got distracted, excuse me, Uh, dealing with people on the road. You're going to be, you're going to come across the don't be that guy people that we talked about. And like we said, it's all about attitude. There's nothing you can do about them. Um, you just kind of have to ignore them because they're not going to change. Uh, you yell at them, they're probably going to yell back because they're doing the things they're doing because they're just not happy individuals. That's my opinion. So, I mean, you know, you've probably seen it. Um, the guys that, that pull up when they're fueling, but they don't pull far enough up, so the trailer's like halfway still in the pump, you know, obviously you got to talk to the guy. But, you know, be nice about it. Just say, hey, I' in a little trouble, open my hood or, you know, whatever. Well, however you want to say it, just be like, you know, it, whatever comes naturally to you. But the, my big tip is to be nice. That that usually gets you everything. Guys that park in no parking spots, yeah, don't do that. We did a, an entire episode on trip planning. Um, it's huge, especially when you're a solo driver. Don't just drive until you run out of hours and then you have to park where well, there's no parking spaces. Parking in a rest area, if Uh, if you end up running out of hours, it it happens. Mistakes happen. Uh, Delays happen. You know, you might have to park in a rest area late at night. I've seen some creative parking. Usually, it's not a problem because people can drive through. But, I mean, when you pull into a rest area at, I don't know, say midnight, and you got to pull behind the trucks that are already parked, I mean, there's still room for people to drive around. Not a big deal. It's okay. You know, like I said, stuff happens. But, In the morning, when those spaces that you park behind open up and now you're blocking open spaces, that's when it becomes a problem. You can get up and move your truck into the space. It's really not that big of a deal. You get out of people's way and probably not piss as many people off. You know, just try to be considerate. Uh, Jason Dirksen was going to call in tonight, but he's working really hard on the delivery, so I think he's getting... Unloaded right now, and uh, he had a don't-be-that-guy story, and I'll share it for him. It was a pretty good one. Those authorized vehicles-only signs that you see in the medians for the DOT officers, ambulances, and whatever else turn around in, I've seen cars do it. Um, they shouldn't do it. Trucks especially should not do it. That is dangerous. I mean, minimum speed on, on most interstates is 55 miles an hour. That's pretty fast. Some interstates are 75 miles an hour, and trucks take off slow. You don't need to be turning around on the interstate. If you need to turn around as a truck driver, go to the next off-ramp, and usually if you get off of the off-ramp, you can usually hang a left, go to the on-ramp, and you're headed the other direction, and it's perfectly safe. So if you're on the interstate and you miss your exit, that's what you need to do in order to turn around, not go across the median in the in the authorized vehicles only that's not safe, okay, so we got a couple more uh, callers on the line. We got Bobby in Arkansas who wants to talk about not being that guy Hey Bobby, how you doing?
0: Hey, it's Robbie um uh, but uh I've been driving for sixteen years and i I no longer have my c b on because uh every time I turn it on this always some guy complaining that nobody has a cb on that's all i ever hear yeah. so i just go ahead <laughs> so there's always some no guy saying hey nobody has a cb on to complain about all the new guys so i just go ahead and turn mine off because right. i don't hear that anymore but and uh, another thing don't be that guy okay if, if you're in the right lane and there's a truck that's trying to pass you and he's governed and he can barely he's barely able to get around you just let off your crews and let the guy around you around you because mm-hmm. uh it doesn't make any sense for him to sit behind you all day having to break his screws because he keeps catching up to you. So just go ahead and break yep. yours once, let him on around you, and tell him to come on over and uh, sit back, get back to get results. And uh, so yep. that's kind of a uh, – that's what I do all the time because I I don't want to be in the guy holding up everybody uh, behind him. And uh, it just causes road rage and makes people mad at other truck drivers. They usually end up getting mad at the guy in the left lane that's trying to pass you. And it's not his fault. He needed to behind you all day. Just let him go. Yep. So, yep, that's a great anyway, tip. Thank you very much. Right. So so don't be that guy that's uh, holding up traffic in the right lane. So have a good one.
1: Absolutely. All right, thanks.
0: Bye-bye.
1: Yeah, yeah that's a great tip. Uh, I see it all the time. Uh, it's called elephant races, and it's ridiculous. I mean, most of these trucks out here are governed, and nobody wants to – bump down their speed they're trying to get somewhere fast now you could look at it from both directions you know the guy that's a half a mile faster uh, shouldn't pull out in the left lane he should just bump down you know a half a mile and just cruise but they don't want to do that so if you want to be the guy that does the right thing you want to be the considerate guy so if you got somebody that's coming around you that's like a half a mile faster than you are and it'll take them however long to pass you which seems interminable to a car and sometimes other truck drivers. Just bump your speed down. You're not going to lose any time. Let them go around you, and then you can resume your cruise, and everybody's happy. So, yeah, that's that's an excellent tip. Okay, so we got Mike in Ohio. He wants to talk about shippers, receivers, and law enforcement. Hi, Mike. How you doing?
3: Good, good, good. How are you? Doing, doing well. Uh, a friend of mine and I are opening our own company. And we are starting to practice now what we call old-school values. Uh, when I arrive at a shipper or a receiver, I always stick my hand out and shake their hand, introduce myself. Uh, it scales. When, when I got inspected three weeks ago, I stuck my hand out and I shook the inspector's hand and introduced myself. And I said, uh, let's get on with the inspection. And I said, you can tell me if I have missed anything. It works when you are showing respect to shippers, receivers, law enforcement, customs agents, anybody that you're dealing with. When you're showing them respect, they give you respect right back, and they don't give you a whole lot of flack. You don't go to the back of the line. Uh, It it just works whenever you've got those old-school values out there. It shocks them the first time that you shake their hand, but the next time you come in, they remember you, and they remember that you show respect. So yeah, that's a great anybody that's, that's anybody that's getting into this industry, you know, respect the shippers and the receivers, respect law enforcement officers. They're out here doing a job, and it's a very valuable job because I don't want to be rolling up the road with somebody that might lose their brakes and slam into me or kill my family if they're on the road. It's 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 mm-hmm. about safety. That's that's all they're doing is they're just making sure you're safe. If you're a uh, if you're an unsafe operator, you deserve that ticket at the scale. But if you're trying to do a good job, you're trying to do your due diligence and you've got the right attitude with them, then they're going to treat you totally different. Absolutely. Yeah. But that's one thing that common courtesy in this industry is gone.
0: Yeah.
3: Nobody gives common courtesy anymore.
1: Yeah, but we want to change. That's all I really,
3: yeah, that's all I really have to say about that.
1: All right. Thank you very much, Mike.
3: All right. You have a great night.
1: All right. All right. Yeah, that's that's an excellent tip. Uh, old school values. It's important. I mean, it's unfortunate. Excuse me. It's unfortunate that they're uh, old school, but uh, they are, and we want to bring them back. That's what this show is all about. Um, we want we want the new people to know that there are good, considerate drivers out here, and they're not all uh, let's call them idiots. Um, so. Let's let's try to bring the trucking industry back to the way it was. Okay, so um, we've only got a couple of minutes left in the show, so I'm actually going to go ahead and close it out. Um, I'm going to tell I want to tell everybody uh, one more time about our Facebook page. Please uh, go check it out. It is Trucking One Hundred and One on Audio Road. Go check it out and give us a like. You can also ask questions or leave comments there. It's a great way to communicate with us. Um, you can also reach us through Let's Truck, 855-800-FUEL, or email support at com. And I want to tell you about some of the other podcasts that are going on um, on the Audio Road Network. we got just about a whole week filled up with podcasts, excellent shows, every one of them. Um... Rolling Toll, Rolling Toe is every Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern with Mike and Kevin Beckett. Great show. Very informative. You can learn a lot. And it's also very funny. Um, Trucking with Authority with host Kenny Long is on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. Excellent show. He has, he has a good topic every week. If you haven't listened to a show before, you need to go back and listen to all of them because they're all good. Uh, Rates and Lanes with Rico Muhammad, Wednesday, 7 p.m. Eastern, also another good show. And then we, there's also Destination Health, Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern with Kevin Rutherford and Kim Cockerham. Great show if you're trying to get healthy out on the road. So I'm going to close out the show with a quote from one of our favorite best-selling authors, Larry Winget. I feel like it's the theme of our show. When I heard him say it, I was like, that's it. I'm writing that down. Do what you do enough to become excellent at it. Otherwise, you don't. Thanks, everybody, for calling in. Thanks for all the participation. We hope you call uh, next week, and thanks for the great show. Good night, everybody.